Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, players? This is the Talk of Champions franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Happy Black Friday. Black Friday is appropriate for Ole Miss football today. Following a 24 to 22 loss to in-state rival Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl, the one outcome that Lane Kiffin needed to desperately avoid. This is Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Ole Miss Spirit on three and inside the Rebels 247. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit, been on Twitter. Hey, man. Hey, hey. It's uh, one of the best lines you ever had. Black Friday. Yeah. I guess so, maybe so, but I'm I'm tired, I'm exhausted, just like you are, and um, the sun came up today, so we have to do it all over again, right? Yeah, and we still don't have resolution, despite what Lane Kiffin said in his post game, where he went after John Sokoloff, who first reported on Monday, WCBI's John Sokoloff, that Lane Kiffin to Auburn was happening, and then Lane very publicly on Monday trolled him on Twitter. And he didn't back down. Actually, he doubled, if not tripled, down Thanksgiving night after a loss that was just ugly. Yeah, and I, I thought a little bit of that was uncalled for. Uh, I thought it was deflection off what we had just seen happen on the field. Um, Still wasn't a full-throated commitment to stay in either, or an outright denial that he wasn't interested in Auburn. No, no, it, that was not there. And, you know, by the time all this is said and done, you know, maybe John is proven right. Um, But in the moment, he was wrong. He stands wrong. But, you know, Lane Kiffin, when he steps to those podiums, you know, he has the bully pulpit right there. And, 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 you know, he attacking John Sokoloff last night. You know, I, I think that wasn't necessary, particularly in light of his football team had just lost. What well, I don't care what anybody says. It may not be the most important victory of the season, but it's always going to be the most important loss if you lose the game. It's the one game Ole Miss fans, the single one game Ole Miss fans just don't ever want to lose regardless of circumstance. And the circumstance this time around was about everything but the game on the field leading up to it. And it was all self-inflicted by Kiffin. So it was a, a deflection. And again, it was the latest opportunity for Lane to step up there and give a full-throated commitment to Ole Miss or forcefully object or deny the rumors of Auburn. And he still left himself, himself out. And then you wonder why uh, the information vacuum is filled with such speculation it's because at every public turn, you haven't committed. And as we're recording this, we don't know what's going to happen with Lane Kiffin, but I do know, at least as far as I know, he hasn't signed the extension he was offered by Ole Miss last week. 
No. So actions, or in this case, inaction, speaks louder than some very angry words in a post-game press conference. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, you know, wholeheartedly. And, you know, it, it's almost like, it's almost like a hostage situation, if you will. And the Ole Miss fans are, you know, are the victims here. Um, it has changed Lane's dynamic at the University of Mississippi, no matter how this resolves itself. And I know most fans, if he signs the extension and Auburn says freeze was number one the whole time, most fans will jump right back on the lane train. Oh, we will too, because at the end of the day, winning cure is all. Winning is all that matters. It's all that matters. And no one's off the lane train. What they're off of is all the quirky uh, press conference behavior and the constant Twitter troll behavior. It's all cute and fun when you're winning, but you just lost three of your last four games. You were 7-0 and a month ago. And now you're eight and four. They did exactly what you said was the worst possible scenario for them because you you laid it out when they were seven and zero. If you look at the back end of the schedule, Ole Miss could just as easily finish eight and four as it could ten and two or eleven and one. And they finished eight and four. And a lot of why they finished eight and four is because of all this non on the field football stuff in regards to Kiffin for two weeks. I mean, you can't convince me at this point after seeing what we saw from Ole Miss at Arkansas and now against Mississippi State, that this team wasn't negatively impacted by all the Kiffin stuff. 100% it was. Um, You know, and that, you know, that that there's no other way of saying it. Ole Miss had a better roster than Arkansas and Mississippi State both. And they should have won both games. And obviously they didn't. And now you look at the whole season – with the Rebels losing four out of their last five, three in a row, we knew this schedule was heavy on the back end. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe we bought a little fool's gold as to how good this team could be. I don't think it's fool's gold. I think it's just Ole Miss fans, the hopeful bunch that they always are, wanted to believe. And they gave Lane Kiffin the benefit of the doubt for three years. And then it still ended up eight and four. And the messiness at the end is only his well, fault. It can only be laid at his The eight and four doesn't bother me so bad. I mean, when you look at everything as a whole. No, it's how you got it, there. It's how it happened. That's the thing. And the, 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 the outside Auburn distraction that, hey, the regular season is over with as we're recording this, and we're still dealing with the outside distraction. Nobody Even with all that, 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 you know, loud yelling in the post-game press conference. It was as loud as Lane Kiffin gets. Even with all that, all that bluster, we still don't know. We still don't know because the extension is still unsigned. Yeah, and as of last night, he had not been officially offered. And, you know, when we, when, we, when, when he was asked last night, when will you sign the extension, he got agitated. I don't know. I don't know. Does it matter? Yes, it does, because when you were directly asked in the post-game press conference if you expect to be Ole Miss head coach next season, whether you're offered by Auburn or not, and you say you do, that can now be construed as disingenuous if you go the other way completely. It's just a straight lie to the, to the public. Oh, like, there's, there's no hedging no that. There's no hedging no I do, right? No, no, no. There's no doubt about it with, you know, what he's told the players and – what he's told the media, 
the blaming it on the media to an extent where the, you know, nobody holds us accountable. Yes, they do. If I'm deliberately getting up every morning and putting out lies about Lane Kiffin, CBS is going to fire me. You're going to get fired. We are held accountable by our readers. One of our so, former co-workers was run out of the business because of accountability. Correct. So I would argue there's a lot more accountability placed on the media. And, and look, here's the deal. In this day and age of social media, there are a lot of guys acting like they are media that just have a Twitter account. Okay. That's, that's, that's where the line gets blurred, but there's more accountability to what we write than there is for going out there and losing the Mississippi state 24 to 22. And I had really no emotion after Ole Miss lost either because every bit of, what we're used to feeling about the Egg Bowl is Mississippians because every Mississippi sports fan with a pulse last night had a rooting or vested interest in the Egg Bowl. That's how it's always been since the dawn of time in Mississippi. The Egg Bowl matters to us. It doesn't matter to everybody else in, you know, nationally, even Lane Kiffin. It, it doesn't matter to them, but it matters to us. And a lot of goodwill could have been salvaged just by winning that game, really just by winning the game. And yet, the final seconds tick away and Ole Miss doesn't have timeouts to stop it because they wasted two on a dead play, two point conversion, try to tie it. And it's just yeah. over. And it doesn't, I feel, I felt nothing. I felt like yeah. this weird nihilistic emptiness, you know, it's like, that was ah, okay. a critical moment when you're going for two, you, you have a minute above 50 left or something on the clock and you've got all three timeouts. If you don't get the two corner, if you have your timeouts, you can still potentially force a three and out, which is a more high percentage play than the onside kick. You could stop them. And then you've got a play or two, maybe even three, to get back in field goal range to win the game. Right. But you burn two timeouts on a two point conversion. On That's a lane. Conversion. Absolutely. Where's the accountability? 24-22, and Ole Miss was in control of that game, even when it was like they fell behind a couple of times and still felt like, oh, they'll come back because they're better than this team, and it just ended up in a loss anyway. And, and the thing that frustrates me is, like I mentioned, the threat of Kiffin to leave still remains, and it was a distraction for another of these uninspiring losses that we now have to judge Kiffin by because of the micro microscope he has now put himself under with his inaction of the last couple of weeks. The road team has won five of the last eight Egg Bowls, and this loss didn't have to happen. Omus was supposed to be a playoff contender. That's what Lane Kiffin fashioned this team to be, and it's why he was so up in arms about fan attendance for Tulsa, why he was so mad about just playing Alabama close and that any Ole Miss person had the audacity to say, yeah, you lost, but Ole Miss historically doesn't play well. The expectations – admittedly from Lane Kiffin for Ole Miss are different and Ole Miss then should be ju judged accordingly. So the egg bowl was a disaster. No, I can't argue against that. It is. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, where do we go from here? Lane Kiffin pushes the next button to tell us where we go from here. Um, yeah, I'm curious. Are you expecting resolution to this one way or the other today? On this Friday? Yeah, but nothing surprises me at this point. And I'm done 
throwing gasoline on a fire, whatever happens, I will report it. I don't know what he's going to do. No, I don't either. Don't claim to, never have claimed to. And but you can't get all up in arms and say that Ole Miss is different. The expectation is different. His words. And then do that. He has no one to blame really but himself. Fair or not, he allowed the impression that he lied about Auburn all week to manifest. So Jimmy Sexton was at the game last night. You make anything of that? How can you not? Yeah, exactly. With everything going on, you have to. Um, I don't know if you can, you can construe it positively or negatively. If this doesn't play out in that Lane leaves Ole Miss and goes to Auburn, Ole Miss is going to send out a release and pump their chest about keeping their coach, and Coach Kiffin has made a long-term commitment to this program, and Auburn's going to tell the world, I don't know what you're talking about, Lane Kiffin. We were always going after Hugh Freeze. That's colleges, right? Colleges always hire the number one choice. Always, always, always. And, you know, all of this is going to look like a rat race. And some people are going to go, well, look what the media did to Ole Miss's season. Now, pardon my French, but that is total horse shit. You've got one guy, Lane Kiffin, to be held accountable for how Ole Miss finished its season. Yeah, because whether he stays or goes at this point is inconsequential. The honeymoon's over. His win-loss record must now be commiserate with his year-to-year salary, which will soon be, whether he goes to Auburn, stays at Ole Miss, among the highest paid in the country. He'll be the highest paid coach in college football without a playoff appearance. He's just $2 million shy of what? Ryan Day, who's lost five combined games in however many seasons. Kevin's lost three in the last month alone. And he's never beaten an SEC team with a 500 league record while at Ole Miss. He's 14 and 10 in the league with seven of his wins coming against Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky. What has he actually won? And that might sound harsh, but that is now the microscope in which he has to be judged because he's created it. He, he's created this environment. He's created this uh, expectation, right? Just by how the last week has gone. The most impressive win for the Rebels this year? Bandy. Kentucky, maybe Troy. That's uh, um, I'm just gonna say it. That is not worthy of top five, top ten salaries in America. If we're sitting here and we're saying the most impressive victories this year were Vandy, Kentucky, and Troy, holy crap! Coaches have been fired for worse. Those are the results that got Gus Malzahn fired at Auburn. True. Very true. So, I, I mean, it's kind of a weird world. Let me ask you this. Did Ole Miss overreact when they jumped out there with a contract extension of the astronomical numbers that we're hearing? Maybe should have waited until the end of the year and took the whole year into account? Probably, but you have to do what you have to do. Um, you have to be proactive. If if it was the other way, Ole Miss fans today would be saying, oh, it's just another example of Ole Miss being reactive yeah, right. or proactive. No, no, you're right about that. You're absolutely correct. But they were negotiating against themselves last year when they bumped him up to $7.2 million. And you could argue, if Auburn doesn't offer him the job, that they were kind of, you know, they were kind of 
negotiating against themselves this year too. You don't even know what yeah. the numbers are for Auburn necessarily. Yeah, and if I'm a power broker at Auburn uh, and I get up this morning, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. This guy's season, I mean, just crashed at the end of the year. Four of their last five. They lost their last two to teams they probably should have beaten. They lost three in a row to end the year. Are we sure we want to offer this gargantuan contract to him? I mean, there's got to be some second guessing on the Auburn side of the fence, right? But that was already starting to happen with the Twitter antics on Monday. Well, and the other the other side of the coin is, well, how much did our interest in him cause all that to happen? The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan, and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. 
And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kids' college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. He has gotten some good fortune, I'll give him that, but still, it doesn't diminish the fact that he's accomplished so much at Ole Miss in three years. It's just unfortunate that it's descended into this off of nothing more than self-inflicted damage. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. So the thing is, I really felt Ole Miss came out and played inspired, especially the Mississippi kids. J.J. Pegues was fired up. Jonathan Mingo fired up. They played hard. That was one of the first things I said in my column. The the kids played hard last night. Jackson Dart had his best game as an Ole Miss Rebel. Said all the right things in his post game about how whatever happens, I'm going to be here. That's a leader, man. I mean, you've been waiting for Jackson Dart to be – I mean, the quarterback is inherently a leader just because he plays football's most important and premium position. Still – to come out and, and say that, knowing what it meant, what it would mean to Ole Miss fans who were going to be clinging to any kind of hopium left. He knew what that meant. He knew what it meant to say, whatever happens, I'm going to be here. And it carried real weight, more weight than anything he said all year because of the performance he just had. He competed his tail off. And now that 12 games are over, I think we can categorically say a vaunted Ole Miss offensive line just did not live up to the billing. No, did not. Did not. And I mean, part of that, you know, I asked this question earlier in the year and, uh, you know, some people were like, you know, why, why are you asking that question? Don't criticize the team, but you go back to this offensive line and, and Ben, they actually took two potential all sec tackles and moved them into guard. And started two freshmen at the tackle spots. Yeah, usually that's reversed. You yeah, break in new lineman starters at guard. Michael Orr did yeah, it. John Jerry did it. I, I, I just, I, I've just never fully understood that move, partly because we don't get to talk to position coaches. But, um, you know, that that's just kind of curious. I, I mean, why? That would be the first question I would ask. Jeremy James and Nick Broker both had it down on film. They could kick ass at tackle in SEC play. 
and you took them and moved them on the inside and started two freshmen. Now, the two freshmen are going to be great. There's no doubt about it. And it's more excusable with Nick Broker because um, all the reports he got back when he explored the NFL draft was, hey, man, you need to be a guard because that's what you're going to play at the next level. That's true. That's very, very true. But two? It still happened. It still <laughs> happened. Yeah. And while Zach, sure Zach that- Evans didn't rush for a single yard in the Egg Bowl. After, a week after he rushed for 200, one of the, like the first time in SEC history where a game had two SEC opponents produce three 200-yard rushers. Quinshawn Judkins and Zach Evans both went over 200 yards, and that is objectively great. It looks great on paper. They were also down 42 to six, and all of that, most all of that, came in garbage time. And then Zach Evans got held to zero yards in a loss in the Egg Bowl, and as a team, almost rushed for 74 yards. 74 yards. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins had every one of Ole Miss's positive rushing yards. He finished with a net of 87. And then uh, Evans was so hard earned too, weren't they? They were. And Dart and Mingo uh, combined for negative 13. So 74, that is correct. And Jackson Dart kept battling. So we hand out helmet stickers typically. This is not quite the typical post-game show we do. We're doing it the next morning. But usually we haven't done a, a typical post-game show, I feel like, in weeks because okay. it's gotten so bizarre uh, with Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. And we typically give out helmet stickers, and the first one I give it out to is Jackson Dart and then J.J. Jack, Pegues, who caught his first career Ole Miss touchdown when he's an every-down defensive tackle, former converted tight end, hometown kid from Oxford, catching a touchdown, his first career Ole Miss touchdown in the Egg Bowl. There were so many things that were cool. And at times – I mean, that game was actually – on its own, just viewed on its own, a really fun game. It, it felt like old day Egg Bowls where there wasn't this crazy vitriolic anger and hatred from both sides. It was two teams that didn't like each other going at it. And you know what? Sometimes you, you play well enough and you still lose. Almost kind of did that on Thursday. But with everything else around it, it made it just such a much worse, bitter, bitter pill to swallow, it seems like, for Ole Miss fans. If you take any kind – of uh, take the temperature of any kind of Ole Miss message boards in the online community. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Don't forget about Jonathan Cruz as well. Um, to be honest with you, um, you know, one of the most valuable portal acquisitions Ole Miss made over the offseason. I mean, the kid is uh, the kid is just money. And um, he was money last night in bad weather conditions. And, um, you know, I thought the crowd was was good considering everything going on. People came. Um, was wasn't the result they wanted to see? Yep. Black Let Friday, four, and four, four and four in the SEC. You've actually finished below Mississippi State in the SEC after being ahead of them all year, yeah. and actually first for a stretch in the SEC West. Yeah, it, it's to go to Atlanta to for the first time ever to uh, losing and falling behind Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl and uh, in the SEC. Uh, beats Missouri today. Ole Miss finishes fifth in the West. Fifth place in your own division. And um, that's how bad the slide was. And, uh, you know, I think we've been caught up in the moment. We, you know, you, you, you're covering everything game by game and, you know, all of a sudden it, it ends and you go, dang, this team was on a terrible slide at the end of the year. I don't, I don't think that was really – completely recognized um, because with the Alabama game, I mean, let's be honest, you expected to lose it and you played it well. 
but then the wheels came off in Fayetteville and and then last night happened and you know this is a this is a team that's searching for direction right now and what did that slide coincide with yeah it coincided with the Auburn surge there's yeah. no doubt I it, mean it's it's totally coincidental but it's also hilarious in a black comedy kind of way Ole Miss was seven and one before Auburn fired Brian Harson in 0 3 after. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and you sat there and you you go, I don't know if it has. 8 1 0 3, sorry. The, I don't know if it has an effect on my team. That's what we've been told, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, analytically speaking, it, the evidence is there that it does and it has. And that's, you know, it just pisses me off that the game we love so much is tarnished by this bull crap. And there's nothing you can do about it. And, and, and if he stays, there's nothing Ole Miss can put in his contract that says, now Texas A&M can't come after you. Now Texas can't come after you. It's going to happen again and again and again. I believe if he wins, if if he wins, and next year's schedule, there's no piece of pie like this one was. You go to go Georgia to and to Alabama. Yeah. I mean, you know, then, you know, still playing an SEC West schedule. You know, to get to six wins, you got to win non-conference games. Hopefully beat Vandy and Mississippi State and everything else is a crapshoot at best. And there are a couple of sure enough losses in there. And Lane Kiffin or almost under Lane Kiffin for three years has not come out on top in crapshoots against even or comparable competition. No, never, never, never. Um, you know, so that that's where we're at this morning. Now, if he stays Ben. And maybe it's not fair to ask you this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What kind of staff changes can we expect? Well, for starters, in each of his first two off seasons, he completely turned over his staff, both of them, both times. There's going to be turnover. There always is under Lane Kiffin. That's part of the uh, convenient things that Ole Miss fans and media looked over because the winning is all that matters. But those are red flag things. How normal is it for a head coach to completely turn over his staff, save for a few, in each of his two off seasons? For his brother to take a job only to abruptly turn about face and say, you know what? I'm good. I'm going back to the Browns. That's not normal. But nothing about Lane Kiffin is normal. Nothing about the Lane Kiffin experience to begin with is normal. As long as he's winning – Ole Miss was the perfect partner for him because they, they'll they just celebrate your quirkiness on Twitter, in press conferences, recruiting strategy, the aloofness that he presents himself with. He's just the, the, a, walking, a walking Twitter troll. And that's fine as long as you're winning. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the bottom line. You're right. But the second you're not, you know, people like shake their head and go, whoa. Yeah. And you start paying attention to all that coaching turnover. You start paying attention to those red flags that you turned a blind eye to because Ole Miss was winning. 
Yeah, at one point his dog was winning. <laughs> well, I mean, I love animals, okay? I'm I'm a big animal guy. But I mean, you know, outside of Lane himself, Juice was probably the most popular Twitter character in Oxford, in Mississippi. His dog was a celebrity, is a celebrity. Is a celebrity, yeah. Like, I've actually seen people say, hey, man, look, if Lane leaves at this point, whatever, yeah. just make sure Juice can stay. Yeah. We've yeah, they fi- you finally got a universally loved Ole Miss mascot. It's unofficial, but it's the perfect Ole Miss mascot. It's also why it sucks that Ole Miss has been completely made over in Lane Kiffin's image. He's been the entire program. Um, because when the threat of him potentially no longer being that for you, the program figurehead, yeah. inevitably yeah. arises. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're stuck in up shit creek. Yeah, calling card is gone, yeah. and um, but you know, as we talk right now, Lane is not gone. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe he shows up and proves to be uh, prophetic with all of his events uh, this week. You know, I'm pulling for Lane. I pull for Lane. I, I pray Lane makes the right decision. I wish I really we could get reset in the last week. Yeah. 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 It's all it all started falling apart. If you want to know the truth, Monday after practice, when he walked into that press conference, that's when things really started to kind of kind of fall apart. There was a little surge. When was it? Uh Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, when you know, there was reportedly another meeting at the team hotel, and he had told the players, hey, I'm your coach, blah, blah, blah. When the sun came up on Thanksgiving, I think people had reassessed their thoughts on that. And um, it was a rainy Thursday in Oxford. There are going to be many fences needing mending after all this. Yeah, but is he capable of mending those fences? Yeah, by winning. Yeah, that's the only thing. But, I mean, a year's a long time to wait. But my whole thing is, look, it, it doesn't matter. None of the other stuff matters. At the end of the day, it just doesn't matter. If he uh, kisses some babies and glad hands with some boosters, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Winning matters. Winning is what puts butts in the seat, seats. Winning is what um, generates $10 million in your NIL coffers. Winning, winning, winning winning but now Ole Miss fans are aware of the game the jig is up now they know it's only about winning it's nothing more yeah and and you know it pains me to say it too but but I think over the last couple of weeks a lot of Ole Miss fans have realized you know coach Kiffin is not in Oxford for the ambiance of the square um, the pleasantness of the ladies. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. Down. He's, uh, you know, it, being a head football coach is a mercenarial role, Ben. By nature, it has to be. They're all hired guns. Yeah. I, I like to call them carnival workers. I, I, and I hate to say it because they come into town, they stay three, four years, you get to know them, you become friends, poof, they're gone. Where does Ole Miss go now? What happens next? Well, I think, um, you know, by now, 
there has to be conversations going on between Keith Carter, Lane Kiffin, Jimmy Sexton, and John Cohen. And I think uh, the, 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 the output of those conversations this morning leads to the next step with what this Ole Miss football program has to do. Now, and, and, and the good thing is, it's in the best shape it's ever been in before in terms of money and support. This is a different job than it was when you were trying to find a replacement for Matt Luke and you went and got Florida Atlantic's head coach. It's a different job than it was when Hugh Freeze was fired in the middle of the night and Matt Luke took this job. There will be people lined up around the corner to get this job. Now, Keith Carter's got to make the right decision. If this happens, and we don't know that it is, that ball's in Lane Kiffin's court, apparently. We'll be covering it all. <laughs> on the Ole Miss spirit inside the Rebels on 3247, respectively. Hey, I've got one final question for you. What, what time do you go to bed this morning? 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, what time did you get up? 6 o'clock. See, I went to bed at 2, and I got up at 6.30, and I, 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 I walked to the bathroom. I, I, I went and got back in bed, and I said, oh, I'm going to lay here 10 more minutes and get up and start my day, and then I fell asleep. So, anyway, that's what it is. My Sometimes wife, her favorite day of the year is Black Friday because she goes shopping with her family. And um, she, she was telling me last night, I kind of woke her up as I was getting into bed. And she's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go tomorrow. I don't have to go tomorrow. I'm like, no, one person in this house needs to have a really, really good day. <laughs> you, uh, know, yeah. Just, yeah. you go yeah, have a real. great day, honey. Buy me something good that I can unwrap and be happy on on Christmas. Cause right now, if you're an Ole Miss fan and what we do is cover Ole Miss, it's just not fun. And that's what it's been under Lane Kiffin for three years. So freaking fun. But now the rubber has met the road. Just close your eyes and do what you have to do. And in exactly one month from today, you'll wake up and it'll be Christmas. And you can take a deep breath and go, today is my day with my family until somebody commits or something like that. Well, the portal window opens December 5th. So that's what I'm saying. You've got one month, you know, from now to December 25th. Buckle down, nothing but buttholes and elbows. And then you get a couple of days that, you know, maybe you can look at the Christmas tree and ponder upon days gone by. Man, the Liberty Bowl, the Music City Bowl, or the Houston Bowl, that's going to be. Yeah. yeah and, 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 you know, I think the Liberty Bowl is in fact in play, depending on how these games finish out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, the last time I was in the Liberty Bowl wasn't fun. That was the 2019 season opener against Memphis. All right, for bowl reps that are looking for the best draw for their lower tier bowl, like the Liberty Bowl or the Music City Bowl, Ole Miss fans would show up more for the Liberty or the Music City. I'd, I'd say the Music City. I don't know. They're going to look at it. You know, the SEC assigns those games. So, they're going to look at proximity. That's right. They're right. going to they're, they're going to go. Okay, 
This is a team that's lost four of its last five, three in a row, and its head coach has alienated a large part of its fan base. Are they going to drive to Nashville and spend that money, or are they just going to drive into Memphis for the day, watch a game, and go home? That one. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I mentioned the Liberty Bowl in my column last night. It's first time all year anybody's ever associated Ole Miss with the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> but, I mean – on the very last day of Ole Miss's regular season. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, whoever it is of Liberty Bowl, is it Harold Grader? I, I, I'm sure he's just – he's glowing this morning because there's a chance they can have the Ole Miss Rebels in that game. To be honest with you, Ben, it could be a situation of this team having an interim head coach for the game as well. Not that late. Well, maybe. Well, well the new guy's not going to coach the bowl game. Yeah, this isn't the old days. This wasn't David Cutcliffe replacing Tommy Tuberville and then winning the Independence Bowl. You're right, 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 exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, the new guy is going to be knee-deep in recruiting if there is a new guy, but mentally how I had this season, okay, 1-0, you know, this team's in the national picture. And we allowed ourselves to be skeptical, or we forced ourselves to be skeptical for the first month, and then they beat Kentucky. Yeah, and we thought Kentucky was really good. They were yeah, not. They were not. And then, you know, lo and behold, they go to Vandy the next week and didn't play great at all. Vandy ends up being better than what anybody thought they would be, maybe even better than Kentucky. But they beat them. They beat them. They did beat them. I'm, I'm already back to that old Miss place of moving on to, oh, well, recruiting season's here. Guys, if we can just get three or four guys. <laughs> well, listen, yeah, yeah, that's usually – but look, I, I'm sitting here today and I'm like, okay, who, which of these visitors do I need to call today? And honestly, everything is on hold pending Lane. It truly is. It doesn't matter what any of them say about what they experienced yesterday – if there's a different head coach in town in a week or two. I want to end this on a positive note. I said it when all the um, Kiffin rumor stuff that it was at its nadir, and I'll say it today. I stand by it. I, I firmly believe it. I've never been more encouraged about Ole Miss's future than I am today with or without Lane Kiffin because of the commitment community-wide that Ole Miss has shown over the last two weeks to try to pursue and win a championship, put forth its best foot to try and win a national championship, $10 million in NIO coffers, willing to pay a head coach $9.5 million. You're willing to pay $9.5 million. Every coach, say for like Saban, is on the table. $9.5 million? They'll at least take your call. Old days, they wouldn't even take your call, some of the coaches that Ole Miss could pursue. So I know that yesterday, Thanksgiving, the Egg Bowl sucked. The last two weeks have sucked. And a lot of people are trying to blame the media as, as being complicit, complicit in this. And I would agree there's some truth to that. However, Lane Kiffin could have ended any and all speculation at any point and deliberately chose not to. And unfortunately, the end result is the worst case scenario for a team that was originally 7-0, 8-1 and ended up 8-4. So today sucks. But Ole Miss is going to be fine. I don't know what's going to happen with Lane Kiffin. But I do know that he will have some his work cut out for him to get back what he had, which was unique and only unique because he came to Ole Miss. No other school would have given him this. Nobody else. The fault of this lies at the feet solely of Lane Kiffin. Yeah, it sucks because he's he's been so great. So great until this.
This has been Franchise Player. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. Thank you, my friend. I'll see you later. Oh, no, it's later in the week. It's not Sunday. It's not Saturday. It is Friday. And howdy toddy, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.